broke up my marriage. You're an awful person. You're 24 years old. Why would I listen to you? Why would you be giving therapy and advice to people who clearly need it? It doesn't make any sense, Ari. This is a horrible idea. You're listening to you listening to unlicensed, 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 unlicensed therapy with Ari Manis. Do you uh, do you do podcasts often? Yeah, it's part of being a comedian these days. Yeah, I know. It takes up a lot of time. And you have one about soccer? Yeah. And no one even watches that, right? Soccer? That's not, that's not true. But no one in America. Yeah, that's not true either. A lot of people watch it? Yeah, yeah. Which, which do you think is more popular, soccer or stand-up comedy? Uh, they're both pretty popular. Soccer is the uh, most popular sport in the world, bro. In the world, yeah. but not in the greatest country in the world. United States of oh, America. It's strongly becoming. You ever been to? You've seen my post about the LAFC. Mm-hmm. And those places are packed. People are singing songs. They're pounding on the. They got. Everybody knows what song is being chanted and sung. It's, it's getting popular, bro. Hey, do you watch the LA Kings games? Do you go to those ever? Hockey. Oh yeah, that's hockey. <laughs> the Galaxy. LA do you Galaxy. Even know your country's LA own Galaxy. Sports? Uh, I've been to LA Galaxy games in the past. But it's not your thing. You don't like to go to those? Uh, it's too far. I've been there in the past, but it's not as exciting as LAFC. Who do you think the hottest male soccer player is? Like, best body? Uh, in the world? Yeah. There's a lot of physical specimens. But, like, you got to pick one. Like, that guy's the hottest. Yeah, I don't. I don't have to pick one. <laughs> I don't have to do that. I don't have to play. <laughs> what am I, five? <laughs> this is, this is, this Which one's the hottest This is dude? an amateur <laughs> comedy time. What is this? Uh, <laughs> a, uh, a knocked. What, what type of movies do they do? Though? <laughs> <laughs> David Beckham for me. <laughs> David Beckham for you. Good luck. Hottest guy. All right. Such a hot guy. Yeah. Okay. You don't think? I don't not think. I'm, I'm just like whatever. I'm not, you know. All right. Trying to, you know, that, there's some, you know, I, I give people props. I've seen like hot guys before. So I, I, I see why girls are like that. Yeah. And yeah. you could see that for David Beckham. Yeah. Well, somebody had to actually tell me. A girl had to tell me. So according to Ian Edwards, David Beckham's the hottest male soccer player. No, I didn't say that. That's true. You never you said, said that. that. Yeah. <laughs> what about the hottest female soccer player? Do you even watch female soccer? Yeah, but I get more into it when the Women's World Cup is coming up, which it is. Yeah. Yeah. World Cup's pretty fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. That's when I get into soccer, too. Like, yeah. the final. The field's so big. It's just basically who has the best stamina. That's a part of it. Skill, too. Best stamina. Best skill. Best, best skill. plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think, um, like, basketball is dominated by black guys? What uh, race do you think dominates soccer? It's a mixture because it's a world sport. So, yeah. there's Argentinians. There's Brazilian. And a lot of them have, like, African... Uh, afro background and then there's british players and european players but then a lot of like players from like traditionally white european nations have black players now that are yeah. kind of mixed yeah yeah so there's some there's no, definitely some black guys it's a lot yeah yes. would you root for them more uh do i root for them more uh i think when i was younger when there was a scarcity of black players and you wanted to identify with somebody successful mm-hmm. to help your own self-esteem, right. I did. But now now that I'm now just you just more appreciate secure, I, I appreciate. But I still best. do root for for 
black players win. Like, there's a player called Raheem Sterling. Mm-hmm. He's British. He plays for Man City. His background is Jamaican. And I, was, I grew yep. up in Jamaica. And there's a lot of racism against him as a player. So that makes me feel and is, root for him more. Is the racism against him because he's Jamaican or because he's black? Because he's black. Damn. Yeah. And there's, like, racism in England. That sucks, huh? Did we start? I guess. Yeah. I just thought that light is flashing. So yeah, that's recording. Be, oh, okay. Yeah. Normally, the steady light, it means it's recording. Yeah. I do it weird here. That way it keeps I knew, you guessing. I knew, I knew we started. Mm-hmm. This is what Mark Marin did to me. But I just want to make sure you know what the hell you're doing. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. <laughs> you're Ari Manis. I'm you, Ari you Manis. I'm like Mark up. Marin 0. 0.5. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I wouldn't give you that. Yeah, I'd no? give you less points Damn, after dude. the point. That's cold. I mean, See, man, this is why people are racist. It's a process. You got to get up there. <laughs> yeah, I'm working can't my just, way towards it. Just that. can't be 0.5 automatically. Do you think we're too far away for each, from each other? Do you nah, wish we were closer? No, nah, not at all. We're good. Good distance. I'm good. You good? <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I w- yeah. Sometimes I wish I could just like reach over and just, if you're getting emotional, like sometimes on the podcast, guests will get emotional or need who, a friend. Who and would I just get wish I emotional could. with you in your garage? <laughs> what the hell's going on here? Luke Schwartz cried in here. He broke down and started crying. Luke Schwartz? Yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah, have you ever cried with another man? Uh, no, not never. That I can remember not bro. once. No, not that I can remember. What about your dad? You ever cried with your dad? No, especially it's hard now since he's dead. Well, I meant back when he's alive. Rest in peace. I'm sorry to hear that. I cried when he beat me. <laughs> Damn, your dad beat you. Yeah, but that did you was did you deserve it? Sometimes yeah, sometimes no. Damn. Yeah. What's the time he beat you when you didn't deserve it? Uh, my sister did something, and he thought it, I did it, so I got the ass whooping. First, he asked who did it. I denied it, but he just thought I did it. So he didn't I believe got, you. Right, right. You lying to me, boy. And then we all got our ass whooped. So it's like, you just should have just told anyway. What language did he beat your ass in? Uh, he spoke broken English. Broken English? Yeah, Patois, yeah. Jamaican. Yeah. Patois, Jamaican. Yeah. Do you speak that? Yeah, yeah. Um, that's no. pretty cool. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I'm not going to do it for you. Oh, me. no, no, you don't need to do it for yeah. me. But like, is there anyone in your life that you still speak Jamaican with? Yeah, my family members and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And any Jamaican person that I really run into, it just comes out automatic. Yeah, you'll, you'll be like, hey, me too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, identify. Yeah. That's cool. Or if I'm in a Jamaican restaurant and I want good service, I'm just mean to them, and then they give you automatic good service. <laughs> if that's, you're like, that's where your meanness comes from, is being Jamaican? No, nah, you, you just have to you be are assertive. Mean. You're I'm a not, bully. Um, nah, um, nobody really thinks that. I don't think you really think that. I, I fun play with people and they get it okay some people don't i get it yeah, but yeah. sometimes i'm like i hope he's playing i'm always playing okay, okay why, yeah. why is what's the reason not to play one time you got really mad at me there's several times i got really mad at you i only but, remember and, one and there's a lot of people that got really mad at you. <laughs> yeah. what are you talking like it's some surprise that i got mad at you I you're remember. lucky it took that long for me to get mad at you i remember do you remember the time you got mad at me i remember i, I, remember the, I thought of one on the way here Okay, when, let's hear the one. When you checked me in safe. <laughs> That's the one I was thinking from of. From the Paris uh, terrorist. Thing. Was it the Paris? I don't think it was Paris. Something out of the country. Yeah, there was a natural disaster in another country, and Facebook had a thing where you could tag people safe, right. and it notified all their friends and family that they're safe. Yeah, and it wasn't even that that made me upset, that when you doubled down that, no, I was just trying to make sure let people know you were safe i'm like how are you and not doing that uh, and i got nieces now that are worried about me that i'm in some danger zone and i have a show in new york for a comedy festival 
And people are like, I thought he was in New York for the comedy festival. He's in some danger zone because but- Ari is a young comic <laughs> and he's trying to be dangerous. And but it's like you have to grow. To be you have to grow to that level <laughs> of making that type of joke so that it works and everybody laughs at it. And I join in with you. Right. So you're saying I was too new to be making that kind of joke. Too new. Because you missed the mark. Yeah. Yeah. But to my defense, your nieces and nephews, you said your nieces and nephews nieces. called you crying, making yeah. sure you're okay. Is that true? No, I just want you to feel bad. I knew that wasn't true. <laughs> God. I was like, I was like, dude, I marked you safe, not unsafe. I marked you unsafe. Then I could see them calling you crying. Yeah, but still, you gotta be. It just makes you were just, just trying to make me feel bad. Feel you bad, asshole. and also be aware that maybe this ain't a great joke to make. Because also, I was the only person you tagged and safe, and I then a, lot, a of lot of people got mad. Like Adam got mad. <laughs> How many times have you been fired because you made people mad uh, at the some from the same fucking job? Two or three times. Exactly. I'm a little bit of a naughty boy. They say. <laughs> Well, I'm glad we're okay now. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't got no time to be holding grudges and shit. Do you have any? Uh, and you've helped me do stuff, so fine. Yeah, yeah. I, I like to help out when yeah, I can. I appreciate it. Yeah, you do make you, up for it. Thanks. Yeah. Do you have enemies in comedy? Any? Uh, not that I can really think of. Probably Ellen DeGeneres. Uh, no, we don't know each other. Don't know each other. No. Which comedian would you like to know that you don't know? Besides uh, Ellen. Let me see. I never said I'd like to know. You don't want to know Ellen? All right. Yeah. I well, mean, you don't have to know. It'd be fine. But uh, who? I don't know. I can't really think of anybody. None? What about? Yeah, I'm cool with the associations that I have now. What Do you know Adam Sandler? Uh, no, no, no. Would but like he's, when I see him, he's really nice to me. We don't yeah. know each other, but he knows I'm a comic. Yeah. But I think he's a really cool dude. Yeah, he's a nice guy. Yeah. So there's no, what about role models when you were coming up? When you know them all? Role models? Yeah, who's like your biggest comedy influence? Uh, Especially because English is your second language, right? I like what Burr does. I like what Rogan does. They're independence and they're going for it and their mentality towards like the system and how it's, it's proof that if you are in touch with yourself and you double down on what you want to do, that everything will fall in place and work out for you if you trust your intuition uh, yeah that's true they both yeah. definitely yeah i like delia that. does that too and theo is doing it now there's a bunch of comics doing it now yeah yeah that's the thing is just be yourself be yourself trust yourself and, and don't always rely on what a system thinks about you fuck the man that's what you're saying no, nah, it's what I said is what I'm saying, <laughs> not, what you're, not what you're saying, <laughs> not your interpretation of it. <laughs> so man, you, you like the man. So what? So you like the man then? I like people who listen to their intuition. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. You've written on probably 3,600 TV Sounds shows. Sounds like you didn't do any research, but so it's to, go ahead. <laughs> probably around 3,600 different N- television name, shows. Name some of them. Blackish. All right, because my bag says blackish and I brought it. Oh, in. I didn't even notice that. But everybody knows blackish. What else? Uh two broke girls. Yeah, all right. You know so you know you've heard me introduced before. You worked in the back of the store. I've introduced you before. Yeah, there in you the go. back of the store. Yeah. Um what's your favorite one you ever worked on? One of the favorite shows I've yeah, ever one worked of on was uh a show called The Lyricist Lounge Show. It was the second show I ever worked on. It was just 
a lot of fun. It was rapping, sketch comedy, and regular sketch comedy. And worked with a lot of just amazing, funny people. It was a good time. And we were just young, running around a lot. Renmar Studios down there on Coango, and it was just dope. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And when you started doing stand-up, because you started stand-up before you wrote, right? Yeah, yeah. Stand-up got me into writing. Yeah. Did you ever see yourself writing? Was that kind of something? It just happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. How'd it happen? Uh, One day they were having auditions looking for writers for this talk show. And a manager called me that ran Gotham at the time. And he's like, I want you to come down. They're looking for writers. So I did my set. Mm -hmm. And then I did my set. Lady named Shauna Gar liked me. She said, Do you have any sketches or any writing samples? And I did because a few years earlier, I was standing on a corner with some comics after a show. And one comic, his name was Arnold Acevedo. We were You're just all doing talking. It? Said what? Is Arnold Acevedo still around? Arnold Acevedo. I don't know if he's still doing it. Maybe. Yeah. But he was like, Man, I got 350 sketches written. It's a lot. I know. And I was like, why do you have 350 sketches written? And he's like, just in case one day I get on SNL, I don't have to rack my brain to come up with a sketch every day. I have stuff already in place. Sounds smart. Yeah. And I was like, shit, I I never thought about that. I don't have any sketches. And I started to panic. But when I panic, I always am lucky enough to calm myself down. I said, Ian, you always come up with sketches. And you always have ideas, and you say you're going to write them down, and you never write them down. Next time, just write the ideas down, and then, in a no time, you'll have a lot of sketches. So from that moment on, if I came up with an idea, joked with a friend, I'd say, oh, that's, I'd recognize if it was a sketch idea, write it down, or at least have the premise of it down, or go home and write it out completely. So then I started putting out sketches. So when... I did that audition later on, and she asked me. That night, I like hit her up with like six or seven sketches, and I got the job. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So thank you, Arnold Astavita. Yeah, yeah. And you don't even talk to that guy anymore. The hell no. You don't even For know if what? he's still doing I don't need that. him anymore. He's already, already if he used If he gave him. you that little nugget, he might have six more nuggets. That could change our lives. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so in a way, you kind of compared yourself to Arnold. He made you no, feel a little insecure not, in the no, moment. No, it's not. He gave he said it's like listen he said something and i think i took the right thing from it you did yeah but in a sense you were like he you're like man if he's doing that i gotta do that uh has that ever happened to you again because that happens to me a lot i mean there there are some i'm not against that that does happen yeah but yeah i guess in a sense that maybe that's what happened Yeah. yeah yeah that i i think that's one of my biggest things that i need to work on myself is comparing myself to others that's what you need to work on yeah not doing that i need yeah, to yeah. stop comparing myself yeah, to i don't, others I don't think do i was me. comparing myself to him i just thought that's a good idea yeah yeah it's a good idea that's yeah. true and i was like all right that's a good yeah it's a nugget yeah a little nugget yeah what's one of the other biggest nuggets you've ever picked up oh that's just funny i think it's funny so i moved to la wrote on that show mm-hmm. oh and you moved to la for that seven sketch show that you got yeah oh that's cool that must have been an exciting moment in your life yeah until it got canceled like a month later still yeah got you out here you got me out here so then they also you know it's the first writing job and then they 
pay you you have a 13 week guaranteed contract mm. so maybe i worked 6 weeks or something like that and uh it got canceled but they have to pay you 13 weeks for 13 weeks so now they send me this check i have this more money than i've ever had in my life which was how much uh i think i had like $9000 that's pretty cool yeah and uh and i was had a choice do I move back to New York and keep doing comedy or do I stay out here? I've just written on one show. I don't really know anybody, mm-hmm. but do I get an apartment? Cause I didn't have an apartment at the time. I was staying at a friend's spot. Do I stay out here and spend the $9,000 living and trying to get another job? If I go back to New York, you know, I'm already, Establish a little have bit. Have some roots there. Yeah. And I can do shows. And even if it's like $50 a night, $75 a night, sometimes maybe a $1,000 show, I'll just pile it on top of the $9,000, feel pretty safe. Yeah. And it's not a bad move either way. Right. But uh, something. But then one night I was driving in the car with Hugh Moore. He's playing he's Mob funny. Deep. Yeah, he's hilarious. He's playing Mob Deep. And he repeated one of their lyrics. For a song that I've heard a thousand times, but I don't pay attention to the words of songs. I listen to the beat. And he said, scared money don't make money. I said, what would what, you say? He said, scared money don't make money. That's what they just said. And I was like, oh, shit. It's like, let it ride. Let me, that means stay here, get an apartment, spend the money, and you'll get a job if you just Damn. take the chance. And I started getting writing jobs. That's awesome. Yeah. That's pretty motivating. Yeah. I mean. All from that rap song. All from that rap song. Hugh Moore's cool because I still see him doing open mics sometimes. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. How many people that have been doing it that long? I know. Are still out there grinding the mic scene. Not I that know. many. I know. And he's writing on shows. He's successful. And a lot of people, new comics, complain about doing open mics. Yeah. And it's like, Hugh Moore does them. I don't want to hear you yeah. bitching about that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I see Mo Mandel at some. There's a oh, few right. There's a few guys who don't need to be doing them for hey, sure. Zeus does them. Hey, Zeus. Uh, mm, yeah. I think he's getting enough shows or getting like. But he still does them. Yeah. 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 He's not above them. That's yeah, for sure. Yeah. He's not above them. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. It's like, if you're not above anything, people don't want to do them because they're afraid of bombing. But that's. You're not really bombing. You're doing comedy in front, front of a bunch of comics, and you, it's a directional thing. It's letting you know if you're going, you go, 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 right. go, go out there and get your sight yourself. I kind of nice go bomb for the, uh, yeah, I kind of go for that because when I'm at shows, I'm scared to bomb. So I do kind of, I'm scared to try new things at yeah. shows, but then I go to mics because I'm like, okay, here, you're I'm going to try new comic. things and bomb. I've seen you. You're funny. That's nice of you. Yeah. Thank you. That's real talk. I'm bullshit. Very nice of you. Yeah. I, I told think, you that before. Yeah, you have. And it, it means I, but I do struggle with coming up with new shit. That's my biggest wick. We all do. And stand up. It's yeah. just replacing my old jokes with new ones. Yeah. Just don't be afraid. Yeah. Fuck that's it, what bro. it is. Yeah. Just don't be a pussy. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. So do you like, uh, you like women? Yeah. That's pretty cool. How many girlfriends have you had in your life? Uh, is this the thing where you're going to try to lead me <laughs> into trying to help me? With the relationship thing, which you spoke about on the phone, which I told you, well, is a no, no. I could help you with anything. Oh, I want yeah. you to. This is what I figured out. You could help me with. Okay, okay. I Remember, like because you can. How old are you? Twenty nine. You. There's nothing relationship wise you could help me with. You could only 
Disgusting. Not if you're closed-minded like that. Terrible. No, I'm open-minded, and that's why I know. <laughs> like you, and I've been around you. I, I, I listen. I know the people I can get <laughs> female advice from, and it ain't you, dude. I've had sex with over ten women. All right, there you go. So, <laughs> so this is what you can help me with on the okay. podcast. You want to help me? Yeah, I want to help you. I am having technical nightmares. Well, that's kind of boring to talk no, about. No, it's not but we can, because okay. because I know comedy because I've been in it. Uh-huh. And if you're helping me something, and my frustration in learning it is funny, uh-huh. and if I'm angry at you because it's not working, uh-huh. and I want it to work, that's <laughs> funny. And if I just disagree with you, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes I'm uh, a contrarian and not easy to deal with. That's funny. <laughs> so you'll get everything you wanted to get out of me talking mm-hmm. about a relationship. Out, of, out you, of your technical problem. Out of my technical disability. Your technical, your problem, if I remember correctly, was installing video editing software on your computer. Yeah, and then you showing me how to use it and yeah. also learning how to put captions on. Like, I'm trying to. We're definitely going to do that. Right. I'm going to help you right after this podcast if you have time. I could, yeah. But yeah. you could also help me on the podcast if you want to explore if that shit's going to be funny. But I don't know I, how much time the podcast is, but yeah, it's I up to you. Think if we do that on the podcast, then all the listeners too. Mm-hmm. That's something they gotta see. So then all listeners I'll, I'll, I know people are listening. So I'll talk through my anger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna leave them hanging. Like I do a podcast as visual now, and audio. When you edit you edit your audio yourself and video or just audio right now? Right How do now, you currently like do today it? I was at goddamn Starbucks and uh-huh. I'm watching my podcast and I'm cutting out clips. So for video. I, for video. And you you doing that in iMovie or what? iMovie. Okay, in iMovie, yeah. And then there's this one clip I posted to Twitter twice. And I've looked at my phone and that shit went into a black hole and <laughs> never posted on my fucking Twitter. Oh, not even, you posted it twice but actually posted zero times. Zero times. Damn. I don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> it's crazy. Part Let of being a comic it. now is yeah, technical like, shit, huh? Part of being a comic is being a IT nerd. support. Yeah. yeah. That's the way it goes. Or being rich enough to just pay an IT to guy. Pay, yeah, to pay an IT guy, which I'm not yet. I think you are. I, no, I'm not. And I kind of, I mean, I could, but I kind of yeah, like you don't wanna. doing it myself. Yeah, it's, it's good to learn yourself. Yeah, yeah. I kind of like doing it myself. If I were to guess, you have what? Probably like 5 to $10 million? No, no, not even close, bro. No? No. I'm glad people think that. I wonder, yeah, you, you, you're pretty like a mysterious guy. Good, yeah, I you like know, that. you know, you have you have nice clothes and a decent car, but you're not like flashy, right, right. And you don't tell people your age, right, right. But you have gray in your beard, so I'm gonna guess. And I don't hide it; it's all there. You don't hide it. Nah. I'm gonna guess forty. And I'm like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> why? Why don't you want people to know your age? Uh, because show business is kind of ageist, mm-hmm. so I'm not gonna help somebody age me out and right then with the you know so in that aspect i'm just not telling because i don't want it to you don't affect. want to around yeah, yeah okay. I, I don't need that affect battle business yeah I, that's I'm, fair i'm busting my ass i'm working hard i'm being funny i don't want somebody to use that you know now you mostly your success in comedy has been stand-up mm-hmm. and writing see but would you like to get more into acting and stuff like that yeah and i've been doing that lately i was just on a Friends from college on Netflix. That's like pretty cool. Nick Stoller and his wife, Francesca. Uh, I was writing on the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, Christmas time, we were in the room. 
and there was a role in Allie Rushfield's sketch. She's one of the right in her her script, mm-hmm. and I forgot who said it. Maybe it was Nick. Maybe it was somebody. They're like, Ian, say these lines, and I said them. And I was just having fun with it. everybody. Laughed. Yeah, and then they're like, "You're gonna play Skull," and then. Wait, so you didn't you didn't really it wasn't like a real audition you were just hanging out right, with these I'm people that have real. a show yeah we're, yeah we're writing on I'm a writer, oh, a writer on the show, on the show. yeah it. and then we're joking around yeah and then I do the lines and then they say you're gonna play skull and then you're like we all wrote, right I'm down said, all right yeah yeah and then we wrote all the scripts and then they completely rewrote the script that skull was in and wrote skull and his crew out of it damn. And then they read them all again. And I was like, man, this script is missing something. Missing and then, Skull. And then they wrote Skull and his crew <laughs> back in. And then when it was, it was time to shoot it, they were shooting in New York. They was like, we want you to do this role, but we can't fly you out. And I'm like, I'm in New York already working on Crashing. Yeah. I'll just take a day or two off from Crashing and come to set in Brooklyn and play Skull. So yeah, that's what you did. Yeah, that's what I did. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Have you ever, or you maybe you already do, mm-hmm. have you written a show based around you? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to pitch it, like, coming up. Coming up soon? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That's probably what you're most excited about. Then. Yeah, that's what I'm most excited about, yeah. Does being in the room, like, you've written on so many shows, does does being in the room get you to that point where you're like, man, I just, I'm tired of writing other people's shit. I want to write all for my shit. Like, does it does it stop being exciting and become a job uh it, it's fun in the room there's funny people in the room you're sitting around all day and it's like a bunch of comics sitting at a table throwing out jokes based on whatever topic is on the table mm-hmm. but then if you're a comic on the road and it's the good road it's probably better because you're making a lot of money there's less time at work mm-hmm. and more time at your own disposal more free time at your disposal yeah so i'll take more money and more free time over so you're saying the ultimate dream is to sell out sell out yeah big venues yeah and tour tour yeah that's pretty cool and that's changed it wasn't always like that it it happened like that just after years and years of writing you're like i'm ready to mix it up yeah yeah that's pretty cool Mm -hmm. i could see that happening for you yeah yeah. i mean you're in you're in like the crew where that happens yeah what's where the that's crew? happening rogan's crew yeah 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 all his people mm-hmm. yeah he's he like the johnny, johnny carson yeah. of our era he is yeah yeah that's yeah. pretty cool mm-hmm. and who who else do you like kind of look up to not look up to but you know what i mean like that are kind of doing what you want to be doing you said Rogan. sebastian's and doing his thing rogan theo vaughn delia segura Chrysler, Chrysler, yeah, you know, just Bobby Lee. Yeah. You know, people are just independently hustling. It's not mm-hmm. beautiful. It's, it's beautiful. It's like. You know what's you funny, too? A lot of those guys, like, want to be doing what you're doing. It's like the grass is always greener. Like, Bobby Lee is like, I want to be acting and writing more. Bobby yeah. wants, he does, or does he just want to be in front of the camera? Well, yeah, yeah. I think Probably he wants to be in front of the camera. And he's, he's on a show, so he's happy yeah. now. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like whenever someone's doing this, they're like, I want, I wish I was doing that. Like I'm like, I've been opening for Theo lately mm-hmm. and people at my level are like, that's so cool. You're doing that. But mm-hmm. then I'm like, well, I wish I was doing what I wish I was on a TV show 
which right. is what some of them are doing on yeah. it like acting yeah acting in it so it's just like the grass is always greener you could right. be doing one thing i mean you you will you yeah know, just keep doing what you're doing yeah it's yeah. true yeah, stop pissing people off and you'll be fine. <laughs> well, I just got to piss like the people off. No, that. just stop pissing people off. Because <laughs> no. this business is based. You ever see somebody that's yeah. not funny getting a lot of work, but yeah. everybody loves them? Yeah. that's a, People loving you is a great part of the game. I think, you know, I've, I, I'm i I'm sorry for pissing you off. No, don't, don't apologize. It's fine. You're young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what, but uh, I will say, I don't think I piss that many people off. All right, that's good. I think overall... All right, that's People good. People like me. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. yeah. What other problems do you have in your life besides wanting to become a touring sellout comedian? Oh, you're not going to help me with that? <laughs> well, you that's know. My, that's my main problem. How, fix I, it. <laughs> fix it, Ari. This is the show. If you I knew how to help, problems. If I knew how to help you with that, I don't think... I think I'd be helping myself but, but with Ari, that. you didn't even try to fix it. Okay, here, okay, just, okay, okay. Here's what I'll say. <laughs> right. Here's what I'll say about that. Mm-hmm. From my perspective right now, right. I, you know, there's people have made it in a bunch of different ways, right. made it to that. But right now, at least in our circle of friends, right. how is that happening? I would say from podcasting, right? From podcasting, yeah. From podcasting. So mm-hmm. I think you got to get a permanent little podcast studio set up for yourself that makes it really easy to just kind of shoot high quality stuff uh-huh. and record kind of like this garage right here, uh-huh. what I'm doing. And I think you also see this garage; it's amazing. Thank you. Yeah. And I think it's got waters, cameras. It's got everything you need, baby girl. Over, lights. Yeah. Come on in, and yeah. I'll give you a back rub. A wall, wood panel wall. So I think something like this, which you're welcome to use mine as well. Thank you. And then the other thing I think you need mm-hmm. is a non-soccer podcast. I'm not saying stop doing your soccer I know podcast, what you're but I, I something know. more broad. Well, here's a deal. So, here's 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 my thing. So maybe you could help me with this. Okay. So, I think the soccer broadcast podcast will work because all the comics, some of the issue with comedy podcasts are new people are getting to the comedy podcast game, mm-hmm. and they're all interviewing the same people True. about the same topic. So I don't mm-hmm. want to just like my material. I try to be original, yeah, and obscure, and I and so. Even watching, I watch the Premier League, which is of the, soccer. Yeah, which okay. is the British soccer league, right? And they broadcast it in the United States, and there are three thirty-nine million people watched it last year in the states. Mm-hmm. So, I'm putting a podcast out. But what I need to do is because I do now go to all things comedy. I watch my podcast, cut clips out, and post them on YouTube. So it's high quality mm-hmm. i need to figure out how to access the 39 million people the soccer from fans. soccer and they'll some if two million of them like my comedy it's over yeah so that's so i don't think i should change i just okay. need to figure out okay you, how to target you those into, motherfuckers you talked me into your yeah, yeah. your mindset yeah. i'm with you uh so what tell about me how to talk okay them. so right now you're doing it with yourself and funny soccer fans, correct? As your guests. When you have some guests, comics, yeah. it's some comics and you guys talk about soccer. Yeah. We need to hit up those coaches, those players yes. that roll through LA. Mm-hmm. Gotta get them on your podcast, yeah, yeah, dude. That's sure. where it's at. Yeah. Or at least Yeah. So I, I kinda need like an intern. I need a letter that a standard email that I could send to people 
mm-hmm. and an intern to like change the name on the header all the time and then see if I get email them and if some people are available when they are come in and then use the fact that and I've had like famous soccer players on the podcast before but it's just far and few in between mm-hmm. so yeah, I need we to gotta do that get more David Beckham the hottest male soccer player right. according to Ian Edwards hilarious on the podcast uh-huh yeah that would help David Beckham dude he gets numbers that yeah. guy's hot yeah he gets numbers all right, we figured it out. Well, that's that's one thing. And the other thing you said you're already doing, when you're cutting up clips, mm-hmm. are these clips of you talking about kind of like a play that happened or a subject? Like what is, are they funny moments? Like today I posted a clip with me and Martin yesterday were talking about this young soccer player who hasn't uh, developed the way everybody thought he Damn, he's not going to come on your podcast now after that talk. No, it wasn't a bad talk. So okay. then Martin was saying, well, a part of the reason is because a sex tape came out when he was 19 and he hasn't been the same since. It's like that Tiger syndrome. Maybe, yeah. That Tiger Woods syndrome, dude. Yeah. Ever since all those prostitutes came out forward, so, he hasn't golfed the same since. Right. And I was asking Martin, I never heard about the t- sex tape, what was on it. And Martin ref- was trying to dance around it. So the clip I posted <laughs> was me asking Martin what's on a sex tape, him refusing, <laughs> and me getting infuriated every time he didn't answer the question. I wonder so why he didn't want to talk about it. Because he's fucking an he, idiot. He didn't want to admit that he watched the sex tape. Maybe that. That's and it. I asked him, was it your girl in the sex tape? I mean, like, I said, Martin doesn't get girls, like, does he? Martin, you're a journalist. Is there, you, you can't tell me. He said, it's not about soccer, so I don't want to talk about it. So first of all, you brought it up. <laughs> Number one. And number two, you're a journalist. You write in a legit soccer magazine. There has got to be a way that you can express what's in the goddamn sex tape without going too far. And just so me and the other comic there can make jokes about it. (laughs) Like, give us that. I said, this is a podcast. This is what we're on. So the clip was about, was my frustration. Not even really about Got soccer. It. Okay. And the the key topic, a sex tape. I'm like, anybody would want to hear about a sex tape. So I, okay. I, 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 I'm so not just. So that sounds like a good clip. Yeah. Um, and, you know, this sounds kind of markety, but are you hopefully in the advertisement, of the clip or in the, the title of it, you're tagging that player's name, sex tape. Yeah. I, I didn't tag his name. I wrote his name. I wrote his name. And I put Martin, inf- I said something, Martin Harris infuriates me. By not expounding on Deli Alley's sex tape. Yeah, yeah. So I as long as you're hitting those boom search terms, sounds good to me. Yeah. People like sex. People like Take sports. Sex. Yeah. And an Pe- athlete sex tape. Yeah. You know. I'll watch. I'm, I'm not even gay, but I'll watch that sex tape just I to mean, see what kind of girl if he's there's getting. A, there's a legal age girl in there. Yeah. Yeah. Why as long not? as she's legal yeah. age. Actually, I recently. I don't know if you, who consented. Yeah. You probably haven't. You you're not. You yeah. You definitely don't know this, but I recently. The Laugh Factory posted a video of one of my jokes on their Instagram, and I had three. You're right, I didn't see it. Yeah, three thousand people commenting and on my profile in the video calling me a pedophile and a rapist. What's the joke? It's about how I don't think teachers should get paid any more than they do, and I won't do the whole joke. But I say a lot of teachers are having sex with their students. Mm-hmm. I'll have I'll do that job if she's a senior. If she's eighteen, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. If she's seventeen and keeps her mouth shut, I'll do it. That's like the end of the joke. 
That's, so, r- that's rough. That's a tough sell. Bro. <laughs> that's like checking somebody in safe from a tragedy. <laughs> <laughs> so I did that joke. It does great in the room. I'll, I'll start with that. In the video, you could hear the audience that was in the room laughing very hard right. at that joke. But the comments on Instagram, oh my so, God, they ripped me apart. Let me ask you guys, are you surprised? I was surprised. Okay, I knew some people wouldn't like it. But I was just, it's a joke. It's a joke I've been doing for over a year. And it's one of my better jokes in the room. So I was surprised that that many people hated it. That it was so Say the last part of it again. 17, if she's 17. Okay, I'll do the joke. Are there any teachers in here tonight? Any school teachers here in the crowd? Yeah, where? What do you teach? Preschool. Preschool, that's so sweet. That's so nice. I don't think teachers should get paid any more than they do. Oh, you mean pay you more than the salary you agreed upon when you took the job? Listen, I knew when I took this job tonight, I wasn't getting paid. I knew that going in. That being said, I'm doing a good job. I think I should get paid. I think you guys should all have to pay me. Life doesn't work that way. It's not that bad being a teacher. You get off at 3 p.m. every day. You get weekends off. You get holidays off. You get summers off. You get a teacher's pet that brings you fruit and shit. (laughs) A lot of teachers are fucking their students now. I'll take that job, sign me up. If she's a senior, if she's 18, I'll do it. If she's 17 and keeps her mouth shut, I'll do it. I would have stopped before the 17. Yeah, it does. It's not needed, but it it's gets not, a big laugh. Need, yeah, it's just not needed. It's just, and that's a part of comedy. And then, especially in this climate, yeah, that shit could come back to haunt you, bro. That's that's what I was scared about. And you still did it anyway, scared or not, huh? <laughs> well, no, I was scared after because in my mind, everyone laughs and knew it was a joke. Like, yeah, but people are assholes. Like, yeah. here's so here's something I posted on my podcast. Uh, another clip. Mm-hmm. And my the, the the headline was how U.S. how the U.S. could become a world soccer power, and in the clip, I'm talking about so U.S. has some German players on their national team, and these German players grew up in Germany, and they they can play for America because we have military in Germany. And they had kids, and those kids, because they have one American parent, are eligible to represent the United States. And the advantage is Germany, is, Germany has won the World Cup like four times. It's a really good soccer-playing country. So if we have somebody that grew up playing soccer from they were a kid where it's not a stigma, mm-hmm. and they can play for America. It's an advantage. So I was saying we need to find where else we have military bases (laughs) in soccer playing countries in the world and find the kids of women that American soldiers fucked (laughs) and put them on our team. Do we have bases in Brazil, one of the best soccer players, (laughs) and find the kids there from the women that our soldiers fucked? People got offended at this? Some guy, he's like, do you know that there's a lot of rape on military bases? And I'm like, who the fuck is talking about Yeah, you didn't talk that? about that. But also, it's like, 
it's so clearly satirical. This yes. this premise exactly. is funny because but it's that, silly. But, but yeah. that's the point. It's yeah. like so I'm not even I closed the loophole, but somebody tried to that not even a loophole. I I spoke about it like in the the manner like where you can clearly see what I'm talking about. But somebody wanted to like recontextualize it and it's like right they want to make a comedian into a serious ted talk well they're trying to like if you were giving that they're trolling yeah but but are they trolling yeah or so you think he knew you were joking he just wanted to fuck with you it's a sock i'm a comic it says soccer comic rant is the name of the podcast he's been on the internet before he knows see i think for me people were laughing when they were listening right because I have other and you know he's oh a, this was a joke on your podcast not on stage because that, that a, could be a funny joke a, on stage too. On, a, on a podcast yeah yeah, yeah, uh, yeah it could yeah. be a funny joke yeah, um, on stage thanks but uh but yeah so with my thing mm-hmm. I felt you know you left I'm your, a comedian you left yourself open here's here's a good here's what being a good comedian is it's like leaving yourself taking a chance on a topic but not giving people the ammunition they want to destroy you. And I think you have, listen, saying teachers should only get paid what they paid is daring enough because I actually agree with you and the points that you made about you accepting your job and you knew what you were going to get paid, you know, and then even going as far as fucking the student that's 18. Yeah. You've End done it, there. it. End it there. Yeah. Like, but the Ari, <laughs> who's attracted to the flame, You're right. You're right. flew into it. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good enough joke. It's a good enough bit for me to be like, that's solid. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. I, and what ended up happening was uh, the video got taken down, not because Laugh Factory didn't take it down. It got so many people reporting it on Instagram that Instagram took it down. Yeah. There you go. And, uh, the girl at the laugh because it's like said, condoning rape i mean statutory but it's not condoning it it's joking about it you can't do that now i guess yeah you, you can, can if you want yeah but you but shouldn't there's gonna be repercussions yeah so i guess i'm glad it got taken down yeah. and then they said it was the most hated video since michael richard saying the n-word right because yeah and it's like you you said you want to be on camera mm-hmm. on a show yeah People are going to go back and look, when you get a go an audition, bust your ass, go through screen testing, beat out a hundred or a thousand people for a role. And then the networks are so terrified now. They're going to go back and comb through the Internet. See that. See that. Oh, I should get taken like, down give on it YouTube to the then. Other motherfucker that didn't say some shit like that so that they don't get hammered because they have sponsors. There's millions of billions of dollars. In, so I can't. Damn, that makes me think I should go take it off YouTube now. And that's too. the thing. It's like when that's my thing about you. You're funny. But you have to think moves ahead. Right. You got to you have to I you have to know what's going on in this world so that 
you could stay ahead of it for yourself so you can be successful. Right. And then it's not like you're selling out yourself and what you... No, you're just... That's a good fucking joke yeah. already. Yeah. You've already said and made the point. You Everybody's right. saying teachers should get paid more. You're the guy saying, nah. And I agree with you. And there's other people like, like why? That's yeah. the job you chose. Yeah. You know, because... You, no, you're right. It's like yeah. it's you already put... You drew the line yeah. that nobody wants to draw. You're right. It's already a no, dangerous this, joke. This was good for me. Yeah, you helped me out on this podcast. Yeah, you're welcome. That way, but now, now I need to go on YouTube and take it down. Yeah. Even though it's doing good on YouTube. Yeah, it's like. But who cares? They're right? gonna do good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it might not help you later. Yeah, it doesn't help me later. That happened. I had a. I did a Facebook commercial earlier this year, and they they luckily they combed through my Twitter mm-hmm. and they found tweets they didn't like. Mm-hmm. But luckily, they didn't just say you didn't get it. They said, can you delete these tweets? And I was like, no problem. And then did you get it? Yeah, and then I got it. Yeah, yeah. They so just asked me. I know them. another friend. He's a comic. He's up for a show. And they went through his Twitter. And they was like, you might not get it because of these tweets. Damn. Then he didn't delete them. I don't know what the fuck he was thinking. Then his Should've manager was saying, hey, do you want this show or not? Because they're still up. Yeah, delete And them. they're hesitating. So he has to delete them. Yeah, delete them right away. And Who it's cares? like jokes you make when you're a young comic. And you're yeah. 29. Yeah. You're young. Like, I believe, yeah, you are. I believe in mistakes, but there's not a lot of forgiveness out here right, right now. I, yeah, I, it's a tough time, especially as a straight yeah. white guy. I mean, time. regardless, it's just not a lot of forgiveness in, yeah. out here right now. And it's not even forgiveness. It's like people are proud of bringing people down. I'm yeah. the one who started that and did that. Yeah. People. There's a war. Are, yeah. People need to feel like they did something, even though that thing didn't need to be done. There's no forgiveness. And it's just the way it is right now until right. that changes. You're right. Yeah. I'm going to do, I'm not going to do that last part of the joke anymore. I'll, I'll try and figure out a different ending. That's yeah. less offensive. We're going to take a couple calls from people right now. Oh, you got calls. And, this is live? Uh, no, they're not live. They're, uh, I shouldn't have said calls. We're going to take a couple of messages, mm-hmm. and you're going to give, uh, or we're going to give advice to these people. All right. Let's see if this works. Come on, baby. Okay. We'll edit this. Okay. So my problem is so not that I'm getting. So this is from Steve. There's a call from Stephen Hale. Mm-hmm. So my problem is not that I'm gay. It's that I'm not gay enough. I really do not like Drag Race. And I mean, one look at me and you know, I just didn't get any of the fashion stuff going on. Uh, My favorite designer, I guess, is Levi Strauss. And I walk into a gay bar and they all look at me like, oh, you're one of those straight people that's coming to see us all. So I guess my question is, how do I be more gay? I mean, it's just a hilarious (laughs) setup. That's an interesting... I've never had a call like that. Right. How do I be more gay? I mean, that's kind of obvious, right? If you want to be more gay, then dress more gay. 
Nah, I mean, be more flamboyant. Is what he's saying. It's like, what does he want? Like, he's saying he wants people to know he's gay. Is from what I got from it. Listen, walking into a bar is not the way. Like, there's apps for gay people to meet gay people. Yeah, grinder. And so you don't need to change to change. Yeah, you don't your need to be level someone you're gay. not. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. And there's other gay people that are similar to him that will get him. Right. I my brother's gay, my youngest brother, mm-hmm. and he told me he doesn't like guys who act gay. Who so, are flamboyant. Boom. Right there. Hook so it's up. like there you go. So it's like you you can go be more gay if you want to be, then wear I don't know, buy tight pants when you go to that bar if that's what you want. But yeah, I think I agree with Ian, just be yourself. And find the guy who likes you for you. Yeah. And go on apps and then you could yeah. talk and DM and say whatever you want to say mm-hmm. without dressing up. I mean, yeah. To look like somebody's type. If you're in West Hollywood, people just assume you're gay. Yeah. Just I mean, coming to West Hollywood. Yeah. You have a straight, you have a, you have a problem that a straight girl has, a straight guy has. Like, like how does anyone, like you attract what they want to attract without changing themselves and that's basically so it's basically a regular issue yeah yeah i agree yeah. Yeah, everyone i want more girls what do i do to get more girls yeah exactly do i wear tighter pants Probably. yeah you want more girls to want to rip your pants off how do you go <laughs> about that that's right yeah wear breakaway pants yeah okay this is this calls from james mason so uh i have this problem uh I've been called by God to be a minister, a church minister, uh, which means I have to preach to them and listen to them and teach them and counsel them. Uh, The problem is I don't like people. So uh, I need help, advice and telling God, uh, thanks, but no thanks. I don't like people or help me to like people, help me to talk to people. Uh, and not uh, walk away in disgust. <laughs> That's relatable. I don't like a lot of people either. Yeah, I mean, there's a few ways to approach this. <laughs> what would you say? You can learn to like people. Yeah. You know, and that's what, if you feel like your calling is to minister people, you could learn. This is your way to learn to like people. Yeah. And uh, it was what God would have wanted. Yeah. To learn if you to, believe in that non-existent figure. Yeah. Learn to tolerate people because of your calling or shit. Do what we're doing. I've never met this guy. I'll never see him again. Just post advice online and answer people's questions and you can help him that way. Right. You could be a minister over the Internet. these days. Internet minister. Ministerproblems.com. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I mean, I think it's a good exercise just for yourself to if people make you uncomfortable and you don't like being around people force yourself to do it to be around people. to grow yeah, yeah to yeah. grow as a person you got to be a functioning member of yeah, society yeah this guy sounds like he's too perfect and he needs to know that he's not and get around some people and learn how to be a bigger person so you could be a better minister you might not be a great minister now just because your attitude <laughs> there you go yeah. yeah a good minister is good around people and you know what or learns to not let like what arrogance in you is making people bug you right and and also it's like everyone needs people i don't like 
hanging around people that much either. But when I'm in a downward spiral of my own thought and I'm depressed, I call up my friends and I, and I make friends with people. And, and I think you'll find people you'll like, maybe you'll find some people you don't like, but in that process of forcing yourself to talk to people and helping people, you're going to make more friends that you didn't think you would. This problem is he's hung around the wrong people and they've tainted him against people. Yeah. You probably hate all these people because they're religious freaks. (laughs) Maybe give up God. That's my (laughs) advice to you. Yeah. Give up the Lord (laughs) and just, you know, (laughs) work on yourself. Okay. Normally we only do two calls, but you're a special guest and we're going to do three calls. Thank you. This is uh, Nancy Stamp. We're going to mix up, get a lady in here. Oh, yeah. Get her in. Nancy. Yes, I'm 54 years old and married, and my sex life sucks. I'm currently going through menopause, and I have spontaneous hot flushes, which I have no control over. My husband's starting to feel neglected because every time he touches me, I get hot. He's been as patient as he can be, but um, I'm afraid I'm gonna lose him. Do you have any advice, please? She crying? Maybe. Damn. She doesn't sound happy. This shit's real. Um, Yeah. Well, I mean, that's not really in your control, ma'am, Nancy. You're going through menopause. How long does menopause last? I'm not sure. That's a good question. I should ask my mom. Look that. it up on your phone. How long does menopause last? How long does menopause last? About four years. Damn, that's a long time. Uh, what's her name? Nancy. Nancy, take Molly. <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with that. You're in your, you're you're in your fifties. Yep. Take Molly. You get it on. He'll be happy. He'd be like, shit, God bless menopause. Yeah. And you're both, you know. Yeah. Hey, we're st- oh, we're still wrong. You're good. Um, yeah, I think that's good advice. Yeah. Take, take, ma- take Molly. Take Molly. Or there's, I just learned about this, about uh, there's a female Viagra called Lady Error. And tried out that. And the, the, this guy crushed it up, put it in his girlfriend's drink. And she was like all over him, and he did filmed she, it. Did she know about it? He, she didn't know. She, he put it in her Red Bull. That's some Cosby shit. Nah, but it's his girlfriend, and they always prank each other. And she, she knows he posted, and he's got to be careful, dude. I, I, I think it's fine. Okay. Because, <laughs> because they always prank each other. It's one of those couples that, that go out there yeah. with each other, and and she, you know. So he crushed up Viag- like lady, lady boner Vi- pills. Yeah, put it in there. So try that. Yeah, there you go. See if that works or try Molly. Yeah, get uh, Blue Chew. Use coupon code THERAPY. Blue Ch- that's bluechew.com, B-L-U-E. That's uh, one of my sponsors. They're, they're uh, boner pills. Oh, yeah? yeah. I don't know if it works for ladies, but you could try it. And no, let's th- th- try Lady Era. That's female Viagra. Lady Era, but they're not giving me money. Yeah, but do you want to help her? <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> you, uh, you were trying to get her husband hornier and her less... Less into him, that doesn't help. Right. And it's maybe another thing. It's like, yeah, I was going to say just have sex with him even if you don't want to. But yeah, I that's guess. No, that's no fun. 
That's no fun. Yeah, try and make it enjoyable for both of you. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks for being on the podcast. Is there anything you want to promote for yourself? Oh, yeah. I got this podcast called The Soccer Comic Rant. <laughs> soccer Comic Rant. If you like soccer out there, I don't, but I'll, maybe some of these <laughs> listeners do. comes out every Monday. You can watch it on YouTube at Ian Edwards or Ian Soccer Comic Rant. Comic Edwards. And, uh, yeah, follow me on Twitter, on Instagram. Go see him live at, at a show. Ian Edwards comic. Ian Edwards comic. Yeah. Ian Edwards is uh, one of the funniest comedians I've ever seen. I'm not just saying that. I don't say it about every guest that's on here. He's hilarious. He performs at the comedy store all the time. He's on the road here and there. Uh, are you? What show are you working on right now? Anything? No, no. I just want to get on the road and sell my show. There it is. Yeah. So look out. Uh, all right. Thanks, man. All right, fam.